Hey, dear ones, did you know that you have a built-in compass guiding you to your soul mission with all the tools you need to fulfill that soul mission? Sound exciting? Then join me for a Soul Blueprint, the only certification program that reveals how to amplify your five spiritual gifts so you can consciously create a life and business of massive soul line success. Enroll now at allisonscammell.com forward slash soul blueprint. And you can find that link in the show notes. Hey there, and welcome to the show, episode number two. This is Allison Scammell. And today we're going to take a full exploration of soul guided planning, which is the process of receiving guidance and wisdom from the heart that's translated into inspired action. We'll be diving into what soul-guided planning is and what it is not, how to hear the whisper of your heart, and how to translate that whisper into inspired action or non-action. I'll end the episode on a soul-guided planning challenge to help you get clear on your vision for growth and what to focus on to get there. So be sure to listen until the end. Welcome to She Grows, a podcast for soul-guided women entrepreneurs ready to grow their income, impact, and inspiration. Each week, we're going to explore how to align to the soul of your business and grow it from there. I'm your host, Allison Scammell. Let's get growing. Hey there, She Grows Nation. That is the name of this community of soul-guided women entrepreneurs who are coming together to share their core gifts with the people they feel called to serve and the planet. I'm devoting episodes one, two, and three to exploring the amazing world of soul-guided business growth, which is what this podcast is all about. Soul-guided growth puts your heart in the driver's seat of your business. It has three primary components. That is core gift discovery and infusion, soul-guided planning, and aligned and inspired strategy. This episode, number two, will look at the soul-guided planning part of the equation. So this is what I hear often from my clients who struggle with planning. I don't know how or where to start. I won't give myself permission to take the time to plan. Even I can relate to that one. I fear writing my desires down on paper. I won't be consistent in maintaining my plan, so I don't make one. And last but not least, and also I think one of my favorites, I don't want to deal with the underlining emotion that is blocking me from planning. But here's the deal. Soul-guided planning can be a game changer for your life and business. It taps into your heart's truest desires of how you want to serve your ideal clients and customers in the world. Soul-guided planning is detached from outcomes and always fluid, ready to adapt and change to new situations and challenges. Soul-guided planning also helps you to pinpoint with clarity where you're producing the biggest results in your business so you can spend more of your time there. Soul-guided planning, however, is not an analytical exercise. It's not about number crunching or data dumping. 
if you go and get your MBA, you're not gonna you're not gonna learn about soul guided planning. You're gonna learn about the number side of the house. And that type of analytical thinking is useful and it sometimes it's required to grow your business. But what we want to do here in soul guided planning is to go out of your mind, as in your thinking mind, so you can tune into one voice the most important voice of all, your heart. And this is where you want to get the grand vision of where you want to grow to and where you want to place your focus today to get there. The process of listening to your heart and receiving its guidance is both simple and profound. It's composed of three simple steps. First, and maybe the most challenging, is to get quiet. And because we live in the information age and we literally have distractions coming at us all day long, it can be more challenging than one would think to quiet our thinking mind. And our thinking mind is going all the time. And sometimes those thoughts are in service to us and where we want to go. And sometimes, and often actually, those thoughts and that thinking mind is holding us back. So by getting quiet and quieting that thinking mind, we're pivoting down to tune in to the heart consciousness, the wisdom of the heart to get divine and inspired guidance and direction and vision from that heart space, from that heart chakra, that area in the center of your chest that connects your higher self to your human self. Some people call it intuition. Some people call it your soul. Some people call it your subconsciousness. It doesn't matter, but it is that place, that heart chakra area is that divine consciousness where our highest wisdom and universal intelligence can come through. And that is where it is received. And here's the thing about the heart. It speaks in whispers. Its voice is quiet. And it speaks in few words or in visuals or hunches, or nudges. So if you ask the heart a question and you get a very long verbose answer back, that is your mind filtering. And that's totally normal. It happens to all of us. But just be advised that that's your mind telling you what it thinks your heart is saying, or what your heart should say, or what your heart shouldn't say. So when you're getting a long verbose answer to a question, All you have to do is say, oh, I am aware that that is my mind filtering. I'm going to return to my breath. I'm going to return to that process of getting quiet so I know that my mind is not getting involved. So let's return to that, our three simple steps. And the step number one is to get quiet. Quieting the mind is, you know, I could devote an entire podcast episode on that, especially as I mentioned. Because we live in the information age, it's harder than ever 
despite the fact that meditation is all around us and mindfulness and all that, we have all these resources available to us that we never had before, it's still harder because of our handheld devices, our laptops, our computers, our Netflix binging, our all the things that are out there distracting us and keeping us up in our thinking mind. So the easiest way to quiet that thinking mind, and you don't have to go into a full-fledged meditation seated in lotus position, all you have to do is ideally find a quiet space if you can, but even that's not necessary, is to start focusing in on long, deep breaths. And all you really have to do is take in three deep breaths into the lower part of the belly, which is how we're really supposed to be breathing. And we tend to breathe in the upper part of our chest, but taking three deep belly breaths in and out. And if you do that by the third breath, your mind will be much, much more quiet. Your thoughts will not be racing. They will not be demanding your attention. And once you quiet your thoughts, step two in dialoguing with your heart is to pivot down to that heart space that I mentioned, your heart chakra. Pivot down and place your focus and awareness on your heart space. The heart chakra is green in color. You can visualize that green color if you wish. And you just want to sink down into your heart. And when you're there, when you're really there, then your mind really starts to quiet because your heart and its infinite expansiveness takes over. And it's frequency that it's always tuned into, which is the frequency of love, that high vibrational frequency of love. And what we're doing is we're tuning into the frequency of the heart. And it's something that's available to you to access at any time. And when you're nice and cozy and sunk into that space, then you want to ask your heart questions. And the process of asking your heart questions is an art. You can ask it any question, but as you do this more, you'll start to learn how to ask questions in a way that your heart can really provide you with answers and guidance. So in the world of soul-guided business growth and soul-guided business planning, you want to ask your heart for a vision, a vision of growth for a period of time into the future. So I recommend to people, if it's around January, asking for your 12-month vision. So for the year ahead, what's my vision? Sometimes you want to think out farther than that and ask your heart for a vision of 10 years' time. And I think it was Bill Gates, although lots of different people are quoted as saying this, said that most of us overestimate how much we can do in a year and underestimate how much we can do in 10. And I think that is 100% true. So in this process of soul-guided planning, you always want to ask. At some point, you want to start with, that 10-year vision, that big vision, 
and thinking big in that big vision, that 10-year vision, and what you need to focus on for the next 12 months ahead, year one of 10, to get you there. So you're in your heart space and you're asking your heart for a vision of growth for the future, whether it be 10 years in the future, one year, six months, three months. And you ask for that vision. And everybody's heart speaks to them differently. So you might get a picture. You might get words, symbols, hunches, nudges. Be open to how your heart communicates to you. Be open to what you receive. And maybe you don't receive anything in that moment. That's normal. Be open to what comes into your orbit then after you ask the question in the days and weeks that follow because the heart always answers. The trick is just to be open and aware to receiving that answer. And I've been at this for a while and I go through this process all the time. So my heart speaks to me in a lot of different ways. And when I ask for visions, I actually get clear pictures. Not always clear, but usually pretty clear pictures and images about what my life and my business could look like that is somehow bigger or richer or deeper or more joyful than my current reality. Because that's really what we're focused on here in soul-guided business growth. We're focusing on something bigger in the future than your current reality. But that bigness doesn't necessarily mean numbers. It doesn't necessarily mean income, followers, likes. It can mean your core gifts, your unique abilities. It can mean your joy. It can mean your space. You have more spaciousness. It could mean your expertise. Very often, when we really get aligned to the soul-guided planning process, we're actually getting called to do less and not more. Very often, we'll get called to add more space into our room, into our agenda, into our mind. So when I say grow, I just want it to be clear that I mean grow in its fullest, biggest sense. So we really want to get that vision from the heart, from our soul, from our higher self. That is the divine vision that puts us in alignment to our purpose. And there's no amount of number crunching that can get us those visions. You can read and research and look at what other people are doing and try to retrace their steps, but that will not get you the divine and inspired vision that you can only get from your heart. And it's coming from your soul, your higher self. And it's that vision that you agreed to before you came into this life. It's your mission. It's your why you're here. And that's why this process is so important. And it's so profound. So what happens after you get the vision? How do you translate that vision into inspired action or non-action or states of being or whatever your heart is calling you to do or be or not do? 
Well, I like to focus on focus. And let me tell you what I mean by that. Very often, when we get a vision or a nudge for something bigger than our current reality, our brain immediately goes to how. How are we going to get there? What do I need to do? And I want to encourage you to not ask how, to get out of the how game. And the reason why is how immediately puts you and your energy into lack mode, whether you mean it to or not. Because when we think of how we're going to get there, we immediately get into the energy of my vision isn't here yet. I currently make $3,000 a month. I want to make $6,000 a month. How am I going to do that? Ooh. Inadvertently, even if we don't want it to or mean it to, we get into that space of, ugh, I'm making half as much as I'd like to. And, it, and that's true for whatever it is you're growing. So what do you want to focus on instead is focus. Ask the heart, what is my focus for today? to help align me to my vision. And when you focus on focus, it immediately is empowering. It's like, yeah, I can do that. I can focus on that thing. It puts you into alignment. And when you're in alignment, you're already with the vision and feeling the abundance of the vision and the possibility of the vision. And it gets you out of lack. So. You want to ask your heart, what do I need to focus on today or this week or this month, whatever it is you're planning to help me get to this larger vision? And in the focus, I encourage you never to take on more than three priorities. And the heart, if you're really in communication with the heart, they'll never give you more than three because once you get beyond three, you're starting to spread your bandwidth that's, that's no longer focus. That's too many things. <laughs> so your, your bandwidth will start to get spread too thin. So if you're planning your day or your week or your month or your quarter, you want to think about your top priorities of focus and your top three. And it can be less than three, but it shouldn't be more than three. What are my three top priorities of focus to get me into alignment to this vision? And sometimes. The priorities are to stop doing and start being. Sometimes the priorities of focus are to do less, create more space. So be open to what your heart is asking you to stop doing and start being. Because it isn't always about action. It It isn't always about doing. Sometimes it is, but very often it's not. So dear friends of She Grows Nation, my challenge for you today is to give soul-guided planning a try. Carve out some space in your day, today or tomorrow, or the next at the latest, to get quiet and ask your heart for a vision that is in some way bigger than your current reality. Then ask what you need to focus on to align to that vision. And be open to where the heart leads you. I want to thank you so much for listening. If you're feeling called to this content in any way, I encourage you to hit subscribe wherever it is you're listening from. 
And until next time, I look forward to growing together. Thank you.